Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1234 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. This is Oilers Now. Tell you the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that Oilers Now sent you. Oilers have dropped two straight. They were outplayed by Arizona and badly outplayed last night by San Jose. Uh, the Sharks were more committed. Oilers were too sloppy and soft in front of their own goal. Sharks uh, got a couple high-skilled defensemen that got pucks through, and uh, despite not having their top two centers, they took Edmonton to the woodshed. Oilers need to recalibrate here. It will not be easy. Nashville's starting to pull it together a bit, too, under John Hines. Tomorrow's game, 5 o'clock. Rogers Place. Tickets available at com. We welcome to the show, courtesy of the River Cree Resort Casino, our Oilers now headliner for touchback safety. From fall protection to forklift training, trust the experts at touchbacksafety.com. Your safety is their goal. Without further ado, from NHL Hockey and Rogers, we welcome back to the show, Elliot Friedman. Hi, Elliot. How are you? Bob, how are you doing, big man? Well, two trips to Arizona this year. Of uh, The orders were 16-7-3 when they... Had back-to-back games against uh, Vegas and Arizona, got wins both nights, and then stayed a couple days in uh, Arizona before flying to Colorado. Then they got spanked in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, uh, Oilers had that awesome game on Saturday night against Calgary. Thrilling, engaging game for Oilers fans. Probably the most electrified they've felt in 30 years, Elliot. Uh, we flew after the game. Uh, we're stuck on the tarmac for two and a half hours in Calgary because of a snowstorm. And then flew and got in at 6 in the morning. Off day Sunday, uh, by all reports, because I was doing the show. Pretty good practice on Monday. No juice on Tuesday against the, the Coyotes. And got housed last night in their own barn last night by San Jose. So Edmonton's got to get yep. back on the back. Look, the orders are still, according to Sport Club stats, Elliot, roughly about, as of yesterday, 89% chance to make the playoffs. They're in a good spot, but they got to get back to work here. You know what I'm what saying? Was, uh, what was San Francisco's percentage to win the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter? Oh, I don't know. Like 90-something. Yeah. Well, exactly. Gotta still, you still gotta gotta, get going. You still got to go out there and go do it, right? Yeah. Math doesn't win you, doesn't get you into the playoffs. You got to play. Um, You know, hey, I have to say, I thought that Arizona game was a trap game. Look, you guys had the emotional game last Wednesday against Calgary. You had that huge win at home against St. Louis on Friday. You had that emotional victory on Saturday. And when I heard you guys were going right to Arizona, I was like, that's that's not good. 
I was expecting guys to show up with sunburns and stuff like that. Like it, it was, uh, that was a trap game if I ever saw one. Now last night you can't have that one happen. Um, but you know, this league, it's so funny now. Like I, as you know, Bob, I live in Toronto last week, the Leafs beat Nashville and Dallas on the road, Ottawa at home. Those Nashville Dallas wins were one of their best or two of their best wins of the year. And six days later, it's, it's panic meltdown time here. So it's, it's a real roller coaster. Everybody's going to have good weeks and bad, but the key is you can't let it be a roller coaster. You got to be as straight as possible. You got, you had a great week last week. You had your butt, butts kicked this week. Refocus because that's a huge yeah. game tomorrow night. Nashville's played themselves well, into it. All right. And Edmonton goes eight, one, and two, you know, before the last two losses. Uh, yep. You know, Elliot, I think we have to be realistic of what Edmonton is. Like, I think there might only be four or five elite teams. I'll, I'll say those are eight or nines out of tens. You know what I mean? And then there's a so whole. How, bunch. Many elite, how many elite teams are in this league? Who's uh, elite? Boston, St. Louis, Washington, for sure. Yeah, maybe, I, I think Pittsburgh is. Like I, and, and maybe Tampa? Yeah, I think Tampa is too. All right, like, so they're, they're, we're up to five and four in the East. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like in the West, I, I think, I'm with you. I think St. Louis is the best team. Yeah, I think Colorado's Colorado's, Colorado's pretty got, good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah they're the next tier. I don't yep. think they they haven't proven it yet, but I, I would say they're the, and and your division. Like I think Vegas should be the best team. Yep, they haven't, but the division's a total crapshoot. I mean, three weeks ago we thought Arizona was going to make the playoffs. And Kemper gets hurt, and they're they're having trouble. Well, and I'll say this about Vegas: like, with all due respect to Gerard Gallant, and I still don't understand why they fired him. Mm-hmm. Pierre DeBoer, Pierre DeBoer, uh, Peter DeBoer is a Pierre DeBoer. Uh, what are you doing? Because I'm going to talk about Pierre Dorian. Francophoning him. Uh, I'm going to okay. talk about Pierre Dorian coming up. Peter DeBoer, you know his teams tactically and technically are very well coached. Gallant coaches more on emotion, and there were some things slipping in. And now let's not forget, Flurry's had a very difficult emotional year, the death of his father. But yeah, that team in Vegas couldn't transition the puck, and there's been some. They called up White Cloud. There's some alterations that have taken place, and now and they're Ve- slower. Yeah, and now they're starting to get playing. Vegas is starting mm-hmm. to get playing. They very like I had them first at the start of the year. Um, so did I. B- bottom line here, Elliot, like the Oilers are probably a six out of ten in terms of talent depth wise, despite the top couple guys. I'm just being realistic here. I, I still think Edmonton's going to make the playoffs, but they got to get playing here. But they're not a they're not a top six team to win the Stanley Cup this year. And for our fans back in September, the majority would be happy that the Oilers would be the position they're in right now. Well, well I think that's probably true. But once you get in there, the expectations rise. rise right? Yes. Um, you know, your your fans have been excited. They've been the the, the the appetite has been whetted, and when you when you haven't made the playoffs as much as your fans haven't, Absolutely. you sit there you sit there and you're like, wow, like this is this is exciting, and uh, like I, I get all that. Um, you know, I, I think you guys, I, I think Yamamoto has given you new life. I, I think the one thing that he has done probably more than anyone else is that he's convinced Drysital. That he doesn't. That his ability means they don't have to play with McDavid and him together all the time. Sure. And I, I think from looking at you guys from three provinces away, to me that was the number one thing. The, the McDavid and Drysaitel had to believe. I think they understood always that you had a better chance for success if they weren't together all the time. But they had to be convinced. And I think what Yamamoto has done is. 
his improvement has helped convince them that the team can be successful when they're not together. And that might be the most significant uh, thing that's happened to your organization this season. Elliot, Ethan Bear in the fall, Kyler Yamamoto just after Christmas, two Oilers drafted and developed players, and, you know, Ken Holland, they're not moving Broberg, they're not moving Bouchard, they're not moving their number one, and they got to build some more forward depth moving forward, which brings yep. us to the trade deadline, and part of the reason why we have you on, because this is this is going to be tricky, and I, I'm seeing less of an... I, I, reading between the lines here, do you get the sense there's less of an appetite for teams to move number ones for rentals than ever before? Oh, yeah. I, I, I would be surprised. The only rental who I think is getting a number one is Kreider. Okay. Because the market will dictate that. Uh, like, um, what about Pajot? Other, the, no, I, I would be I I think if Pajot gets something, I mean, I could always be wrong, Bob. It's happened before. But I heard with Pajot, it was likely to be more of a conditional one. Okay. Um, the other guy I could see maybe getting a one, maybe, would be Hoffman depending on what the market is for him, if Florida decides to trade him. Florida's looking for a D, and if, if Hoffman can get them something where they can help their defense, whether it's um, him for directly for a D or uh, moving him and allowing him to do something else for a D, um, that's the only other guy. But I think the only guy who's guaranteed to get you a one is Kreider. I, I think Pajo and Hoffman will have to see what the market is for them. Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting because you did like a whole in your 31 thoughts. Did you not kind of do a whole breakdown of all the recent Stanley Cup champs and kind of the additions yes. they've had? Uh, they don't trade their one at the deadline. If they trade their one, they do it at the draft. Ryan O'Reilly yeah. and uh, somebody else did it uh, who traded their one at the draft who won a cup recently. Well, Doug, I can't remember who it was. Doug Armstrong got Braden Shen. And Ryan O'Reilly in back-to-back -back years and completely yeah. rebuilt. And O'Reilly cost him a first. Yeah, yeah. actually, I think he, uh, I, I think Shen might have cost. Shen two, cost him, I think, two. Two first round picks. Yeah. Because, but but Philly had to take Latera's contract to do that. Like there was. Yeah, so there was neg negative did. trade yes. equity in taking that deal back. Yes. Uh, so. You you see it that so are they are the Rangers done then in terms of a potential contract extension with Kreider? I don't think they're done, but I've been told it's not the most likely scenario. Right. They're going to try, but I, I, like I heard at All-Star, the Rangers wanted to go five, maybe six years under seven. Like six, five, six, seven, five. Um, I don't know if that's going to do it or not. <clears throat> okay. Interesting stuff. Uh, let's start with uh, Toronto. They did make yep. a trade, and man, yep. I'll tell you, there's he has got uh, Kyle Dubas has got some of the younger media types in Toronto, really, uh, really singing his praises. I mean, he gets a backup goalie and a third line guy. Do they not need a shutdown defenseman at some point? Well, I I just don't think like if you look at the price they paid, okay. Yep. Uh, it, like I don't know if you watched that game Wednesday night. Yeah, you were back home by then, right? Wednesday no, night. No, we got in late. It was it's a long oh, okay. story. Okay. Okay. Man, you guys had some travel issues, eh? No, no, no. We got second time in twelve years we weren't on the charter back. So. Oh. 
Well, you know, Bob, I hear you're eating too much of that. Uh, don't be, uh, don't be start. Look, you're eating too much of that prime rib. The players aren't getting anything. They kicked you off. First, eh? first of all, buddy, as you know, any respectable media guy that's privileged enough to travel with the team knows he eats last. Okay. Number, <laughs> n- number two, this text. I got to get to this text because it's. Well, hold on, can I, let me just answer this, okay? Yeah. So you didn't see the game on Wednesday night. I saw a there, quarter quarter of it. Yeah. There's no way, no way that Dubas can go without answering, without getting a goalie. Right. Like, the city would be burning today here in Toronto if Dubas hadn't got a goalie. And he knows Campbell. He's traded yeah. for him at the OHL level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and the other, thing, the other thing, too, Bob, is that, you know, Campbell's under contract for two more years. Yep. And I think that was important to him, too. He didn't have to give up the Kapanen, the Kerfoot, the Janssen which is the piece that a lot of teams have been asking for. Yep. So I think if he wants to, and I think that's the big question, if he wants to. There's your shutdown D right there. there there's, there's your deal. Now, I don't think he's doing a rental. I think if he's doing it, he's playing the long game. Um, if he's doing a rental, it's for a very inexpensive price. They don't have a first-rounder this year. They traded to Carolina in the Marlowe deal. Yep. Now they don't have a third-rounder this year. and. That pick, they're at least giving up a third rounder next year, and it could be a conditional second. So, like, uh, I think if it's a rental, it's not a big price. He's going big if he's doing it. And the other thing now is that, you know, he might have, assuming they get to the playoffs, they'll know about Riley next week, but CC may not play the rest of the season. So he could have some cap room. Uh, this text comes in saying, Bobby, orders are stressing me out. I th- I'm blaming them for my crown royal addiction. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, you know, all I can tell you is there's no more Baileys on the plane, Elliot. That's all I'm going to say. So. Oh, really? Eh? Uh, yeah, okay. I've got to keep my weight up. Uh, but anyhow, I digress. So the Maple Leafs, yes. they. I can like be- the crown royal, too. Like, if there's things you're going to have to drink to get over the stress, there's a lot worse you can do there. A hundred percent. You think maybe we can get a deal with them here on, uh, on this <laughs> Segment. All right. So, which team do you think has the greatest appetite to add right now? So, the Leafs have—they've done. A, you know, they get themselves a little bit of toughness with Clifford, who has killed yeah. penalties in the past in uh, in uh, Los Angeles. They get uh, Campbell. Uh, that'll buy him some time here with the Anderson situation. Let's go to the Calgary Flames, okay? Because of the Giordano injury, though it's not expected to be as lengthy as originally thought. They have some calf space that they created when they moved out. Uh, What's his Froelich. Yes, Michael Froelich. Uh mm-hmm. What do you see happening with Calgary? I think they, w- uh, they like they were looking into uh, they, they were they were kicking around to Foley. I don't know how serious they were. I don't think they're necessarily doing that anymore. I think they're still looking for a right hand shot forward with term. Like I think that's something they're considering, um, and I think they will look around to see if there is a, a a rather inexpensive defenseman they can get. Like I, I can see that. I think. I think that's what Calgary can do. Like the most motivated teams to add, I think are St. Louis. Yep. They're going for a cup. I think they're looking for another score. Uh, I think Florida's looking for a defenseman. Uh, Florida's one of the teams that's been around on Alec Martinez. Okay. Um, you know, I, I think Florida really wants to add a D. Um, who else is really looking? What about to add? what about Colorado? I heard earlier in the year Colorado was looking for a left shot D as well. I think Colorado is looking for another D. I don't think there's any doubt, and I think they could also be looking for a forward. Like, uh, I think they're trying to bulk up, and I, and I do think you're right about that, Bob. Okay. I think Vegas is looking for a right-hand D. Yep. 
Absolutely. They need to they, they need a better transition defense. What's Minnesota going to do? That's a great question. Like he's he's been in listing mode since like the second week of the season. And I've been told like I know Toronto asked about Dumba and I think the price is high. Right. I I'm pretty sure he's been asked about Brodeen and somebody told me the price was very high. Um, so I think if you're getting those guys out of there, it's, it's going to cost you. Hmm. Um, earlier in the year, like anyone could have had Fiala, and now the kid is, is starting to go. So, like, I, like, you know, they're still in the race. They're kind of there. They find ways to stay in it. You know, they, they, got, they beat Chicago and they beat Vancouver this week. You know, I, I, I think he's going to let them take a run as long as they can and then make his choices from there. Um, I had heard that Ottawa was looking for three pieces, including a number one for Pajot, and that you can uh, look for whatever you want. Right at this time, and Detroit's obviously. Yeah. Do, do you think Detroit would? Can, I'm going to ask you about a couple guys. So Detroit's got a guy in Athanasi who's restricted. Yeah. And then I'm going to ask you about Blake Coleman, who I yeah. I mean I watched a lot of New Jersey the last couple of years. That guy's a hell of a player. And well, I, I know of one team that asked New Jersey about Coleman. And I think they were told the price was off the charts. Yeah, like I, I don't think New Jersey wants to trade. That's a great I, I, contract I, too. One point eight million. For a, you? you know, I, I think like the other thing too is like, like we always want to trade people, but you know, you got to give people a reason to go to your games. <laughs> and also, you have Jack Hughes there. Like, don't you want to surround them with guys that can help them succeed and yeah. and be a and be a good teammate and. Like, like I, like I, if you get your socks blown off, I get it. But I, I, like, I know one team, and I can't say who it is. Unfortunately, they, 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 they asked about Coleman, and they were told it's going. The price is going to be ridiculous, and and they get it. They totally understood. So that's why they asked because. He's a good player, and you mentioned he's got a great contract. Like, how do you replace that once you trade it? All right, Elliot. We're going to have a little fun in the final minute of our segment. Elliot Friedman from okay. the Resort Casino. Uh, we've got Tracy Morgan coming up. Did you ever see the skit My Second Wife, by the way, with Tracy Morgan? I love, I love Tracy Morgan, man. That is funny stuff. March 6th at the River Creek. Elliot, I, I listened to the audio book of his uh, biography. Yep. It is fantastic. Yeah, funny stuff. Good stuff to know. Oilers now headliner today for touchback safety from fall protection to forklift training. Trust the experts at touchbacksafety.com. Your safety is their goal. Elliot, we went 16 minutes without talking about the game last Saturday night. How, yep. much, how, how much fun was that, baby? Well, I, there was someone I know was I was out with a couple members of their team watching it, and they were like, we've never seen you so entertained by bloodlust before. And uh, I kind of laughed at that. It was great. It was it was a great game to watch. Like, you know, like Bob, the, the games matter. I mean, right. you look at your fan who just uh, texted in about how he's he needs the crown royal to get through. Like, in your division, your fans, like every game from here on in matters, and that's yep. great. But if there's one thing I think the NHL misses in the regular season, it's the hate. Yep. You know, it, it's a different age. I get it. You know, we we missed the hate. It was great to see some of the hate back in the game. 
Ethan Bear is becoming a legend here in Edmonton. I can tell you that. He's a, he's a hell of a player. I like, know. You know, I, you know who's you know who does not get enough credit, and I and I I didn't realize that the record isn't that good this year, but. You know, Jay Woodcross done an unbelievable job for your organization. Well, what what happened is their number one goalie Shane Stretz dealt with core injuries all season long, and so they got a 21 year old goaltender who's a good prospect, Stuart Skinner, and he's had some up and down times. And the Oilers are short some bodies because they've been, you know, they've got three or four guys shut down for the year and that sort of thing. So, but he's done a good job building some young players. All right, well, Elliot. Bob, is, uh, Bob, Bob, as you and I know, if you don't have core muscles, you can't have core injuries. <laughs> you know, it's remarkable. I the only injury I've ever what would Tommy Lasorda say? The the only injury I've ever had is sprained fat. <laughs> Sp- uh, you know, I'm not surprised you made that comment. That's the type of comment a guy from Western Ontario makes, Elliot. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Alberta uh, beef. Yeah, there you go. Hey, thanks a lot, man. We'll talk next Friday, okay? Hi, Bob. Have a great weekend. You bet. From NHL Hockey on Rogers for the River Creek Resort and Casino. <laughs> What did he say if you don't have... This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash MBO. Terms and conditions apply. Core muscles, uh, you don't get core injuries. There you go. 1254 in Edmonton will take a timeout. This is Oilers Now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It's 12.56 in Edmonton. Three spots left for a trip to Calgary to see the Oilers play. Calgary. Oh, is that a tease? Three three spots left for a trip to Chicago to see the Oilers play the Blackhawks. This package includes great lower bowl game tickets, a welcome reception with yours truly. We're going to have some special guests swing by. Tours of Wrigley and Soldier Field for the Oilers now Chicago road trip. Call New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or go online at newwesttravel.com. The Chisler has texted us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Hey, big guy. Won't need the Crown Royal to get through this text. And being three states away, not provinces, says the Chisler, who's now based in Vegas. The Oilers are definitely right where they should be, but going with seven out of ten for Edmonton. They're not a six, Bob. They're a seven. With two losses, next two games, and a road trip, concerned about being housed again. Bob, Vegas is elite, says the Chisler. Colorado and Pittsburgh aren't. Being realistic here, Bob, I could be wrong. It's happened before. It's a long story, Bob, but lose the prime rib, mix in some plant-based, will you? See, like, when I see, like, plant-based burgers, I think one thing. I think, why don't you just have the real burger? Like, of course, I am an Albertan, and I support Alberta beef, but the whole 
plant-based thing. Do you get the whole, Brendan, do you get the whole plant-based thing? Like, you're a BC kid. You know, you're you're a millennial. You know, you're one of them 25-year-old. Yeah, listen here, young snapper. Like, you know. What? Okay, but I, I'm not from Vancouver Island. That's where the BC hippies reside. Right. I'm right. from the interior, which is about as Albertan as it gets in BC. So I'm about that meat-based I, I, diet. I, how far is Ashcroft from uh, Campbell? Camden, 15 minutes. The biggest rednecks I ever met in my life, and I've known a lot of rednecks <laughs> over the years. I'm pretty much a master at knowing rednecks. Yeah. The biggest rednecks I ever met in my life. Does not surprise me. They were from Ashcroft, man. Those guys, let me tell you. And I met, hey, we had a lot of lefties. You could actually tell how the kids were when I worked in my previous uh, life when I was in university. Uh, You could actually tell how, you know, like the Quebec kids were a little bit different than the, they they had a great sense of humor. They liked to drink, which I thoroughly admire. It's kind of like Finnish hockey players, you know, but the guys from Ashcroft, man, those guys were Hard uh, red, let me tell you. Hard red. They were full on. Uh, the kids from the coast, they wanted to work like six hours a day. Not to make a generalization, it's just the way it was, you know? What do you mean we got to plant all the trees out? That's just the way they were. Uh, here we go. Brew Crew says, hey, Bob, I loved last Saturday, but unfortunately it's now ancient history. This team, wow, now they're coming in fast and furious. Thing. Oh, I lost the text. Where did it go? Oh, ancient history. Uh, I would have thought some momentum would have come from last Saturday. Step it up, Oilers. That one comes to it from Brew Crew. Mike, uh, Coach Mike says, Bob, the East is better because they get a beat up on Ottawa and Detroit every night. That's part of the record why some of those East teams are. Uh, my auntie and uncle have a cabin near Ashcroft. The highlight of the trip is usually going there. I'm sure your auntie and uncle are wonderful people. Off to a global news weather traffic update. We're going to pound through some texts when we come back. We'll slide Mark Spector in just around 1.15 or so. He's just wrapping up practice over at Rogers Place. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kerry McCarthy. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.